0: Welcome to Meaningful Minutes, a podcast provided by Beautiful Outcome, where we are passionate about the adventure of creating lives of meaning. I'm your host, Julia Woods, and today we're going to talk about creating a powerful vision. We're actually going to pick up where we left off in the last podcast that I released on January 6th called A Gift in Your Suffering. In that podcast, I invited you to take the first two steps towards creating your vision, Now I'm going to walk you all the way through those first two steps we talked about and the three additional steps to creating a powerful vision while I talk through a real-life scenario that happened in my life around a vision I created and what it actually looks like. So it'll be practical application for you. So please know that there is not a right way to vision because I don't believe that that exists. I'm simply sharing my experience as a possibility of something you can try on and see if it works for you. Like when you go to the store and you see something, you're like, "Ah, I don't know if that's going to look good on me or work for my skin color or whatever. But once you try it on, then you know, oh, hey, it actually does look good or "Ah, not crazy about it. So... I invite you to apply that trying-on concept to my application of how I vision. And keep in mind, there is no right way. What I know for myself, not knowing how to create a vision, was an obstacle I used to keep from taking responsibility for the life I longed for for many years. I would get stuck in the how-to or the not knowing how to do it, So I needed some perfect vision and I couldn't seem to get there. So if you find yourself in that same place or you're just simply longing to learn more about what creating a vision looks like and how to live into it, then I'm really excited that you're tuned in here um, and listening today. So I'm going to share with you the five steps of creating a powerful vision while I talk through a real life scenario that happened a few uh, months back for me. So you're going to actually be hearing a little bit more of the inner dialogue rather than the details of the step-by-step process. So I actually outlined it for you in a written form so that you could have it while we walk through this so that you would have more of the specifics in your hand and be able to hear some of the inner dialogue that might come up for you as you walk through those steps on your own. So those details you'll actually find in the description notes of this podcast on my website Beautiful Outcome. So if you want to have that with you while you go through it, that's where you can find them and I think it would be really helpful for you. So The vision I'm going to share with you began in the summer of 2019, sorry, 2018. I had been complaining about a shortage of finances for as long as I could remember. Finally, I got so sick and tired of my complaint and the circumstances we were living in, I decided it was time to start taking responsibility for what I actually wanted and produce the life I longed for. So I started creating my vision by taking step one, which is get clear about what I don't want. I let my suffering speak as I sat in the reality of what I didn't want. I knew it well as I'd been living in a tight budget for the last five years that we'd been living in California. I I got really honest about what I didn't want. I went beyond the typical complaints that I had uh, that were really familiar with me, like living in a rental house, not having expendable income, and dipping into our savings. This time, I let myself get honest about the conflict cycle that this lack of finances was creating in my marriage. I saw how often money and the lack of it was the focus of my husband and I's conversation. I asked my kids for feedback and heard the suffering that my stress around money was creating for them. I got honest about the weekly stress I felt when paying bills and doing administration work for the business, and I owned the impact that was having on my health. As I let all this honesty come, and I got brutally honest. I was now so sick and tired of being sick and tired of my finances that I knew I was finally ready for change. So it was time for me to take the second step, which is to get clear about what I do want. Now that what I didn't want was really fresh in my mind, it was easy to turn those things around and get honest about what I did want. I wanted to take responsibility for me, and I wanted to, I wanted to live into the future I wanted which was going to require finances. I wanted to be able to have real and honest conversations with my husband that were about more important things. I wanted to talk about the life we longed for. I wanted to talk about how we could grow together and developing the develop the intimacy that I really longed for in our marriage. And as long as we kept talking about financial shortage, we weren't gonna have those conversations. So I wanted to free up our conversations for what I really wanted to be talking about. I wanted my kids to see me living in my word with our finances. I wanted them to have a different experience than what Jeff and I had had growing up as we watched our parents deal with financial issues. I wanted them to know that we were responsible and that they could count on us to provide for them and take care of their needs. I wanted them to see that a healthy mindset around finances was possible, and that I was leading by example. I wanted to look forward to taking care of our finances each week. I wanted to trust that when I sat down to do bills that the money would be there. I wanted to get excited knowing that each week that I was consistent with doing our finances, meant money would actually be going in the savings for the life I longed for. My longings began to become really clear. And now I was gaining excitement for these results becoming my reality. I was now ready to take step three, which is what character development is most needed in order to bring about the life I longed for. My vision, first and foremost, needs to be focused on me and my part. What do I need to contribute? What have I been contributing? What do I need to contribute to the life I long for? While others might be involved, my vision of what I want needs to be about me, not about what I want other people to start doing, because that's not actually a vision. That's actually control and manipulation. So... Now, some of my uh, what might need to be contributed might mean I need to make requests of the other people involved, but it's simply a request. And if that doesn't, isn't a request they want to live into, then I get to go again and find a new contribution that I can produce or I can live into to produce the results I say I want. So... When I look at what I'm contributing, I look at the character development that's most needed to start with me. What do I need to develop? Where where am I currently showing up that's contributing to what I say I don't want? So in this situation, I could see that up until now, I've been showing up in in the times of working around money and conversations around money. I've been showing up in panic, doubt, fear, blaming, experiencing anxiety. I was inconsistent. I felt hopeless. I was, I overall lived in a sense that there wasn't enough. And I knew that that was a scarcity mindset. So now that I was clear about that, I was ready for the second part of step three, which is what's the contribution needed in order to bring about what I really long for. I knew that rather than the old ways of showing up, I would need to show up with peace, hope, consistency, a responsibility mindset, grace, commitment, humility, and an overall willingness to believe that there was enough for me, which I knew was an abundant mindset. After all this processing, I was now clear what my vision needed to be. I needed an abundant mindset. I knew that if I would consistently choose an abundant mindset, I would find a way where I currently wasn't seeing one. I would show up in new ways with our budget. I would move beyond my current circumstances of a tight budget and experience abundance in the finances we currently had. I wouldn't constantly be thinking that more was the solution. I'd actually live in abundance with what I actually already had. I knew I'd live the example I wanted to live for our kids, and I would improve my health because the anxiety and stress would be replaced with peace and joy as I brought about my vision. And I knew my husband and I would start having completely different conversations. So I did the third part of step three, which is to create my actual vision. My vision became, I am abundant in my mindset. I was now ready for step four, which is put a stake in the ground. I needed to call myself up by committing to a deadline as to when I would produce this result of an abundant mindset in my life. A scarcity mindset had been on autopilot in my brain for so long, I couldn't remember a time when it wasn't there. I now needed to create a new habit of an abundant mindset being my go-to. So I got clear about a three-month deadline from that date. I personally find that for me, three months seems to be the most resourceful amount of time to produce significant results. And I keep testing this with my coaching clients and I find that they experience a similar um, resource in three months. So on July 31st, I wrote, I am abundant in my mindset by October 31st 2018 now I was ready for the fifth step and the final step which is be that now once I put a stake in the ground it's time to start living it I need to show up as though what I say is so right now how could I live in an abundant mindset I knew that I would need to do things I hadn't done before So living in it now meant I would create action steps that would begin living with an abundant mindset. If I were abundant, what are the things that I would actually begin to do? And so here are the action steps I knew I needed to commit to. I I committed to reducing our housing expense by 25% of our overall budget by October 1st. I knew that would be a very important step. I also committed to asking my husband if we could invest in six sessions of couples coaching to help us see what we couldn't see about what was getting in our way of reinventing our finances. I asked my husband, another commitment I made, the third commitment I made, was to ask my husband if we could meet with three financial advisors and hire one of them by the end of September. I also committed to choose new systems for my business, things like online scheduling and booking, a new bank, and a new credit card system. Many of these had been steps I'd known I needed to take for a long time, but I had been resisting them. So now I made them my clear action steps. And once I committed to them and started taking them, I quickly saw how the resistance in the past had been keeping me in my complaint I actually could start to see a lot of what I was getting out of my scarcity mindset that I hadn't wanted to see before. Now that my vision was ready, I needed to start living into it moment by moment. So in a few minutes, I'll tell you what happened when I, after I created this vision and started living into it. Right now, I want to clarify the five steps to make sure you're with me. So I'll cover them real quickly with you again now. The first step is to get clear about what you don't want. The second step is to get clear about what you do want instead of what you don't want. The third step is what character development is going to most be wanted and needed. That will be the step where you actually produce the clear vision. Like where I came up with, I... uh, Live in an in a abundant mindset. That was what happened in step three. Step four is put a stake in the ground where I get committed to a date that I'm going to bring about this new development within me. And step five is be that now. Get really clear about the four to six action steps you're going to need to take. If you were that today, how would you be showing up and create those as clear action steps? So again, I want to remind you, you can find these action steps written out um, with all the different details of what goes into each step um, in the description part of this podcast on my website. So now I'm excited to share with you the results that this powerful vision is producing in our lives. The commitment to abundant mindset began holding me one moment at a time with the conversations I was having with myself. Whether I was about to buy something, I was tempted to stress about sitting down to do the bills, or I was looking at someone or something to blame for the uncomfortable moments, my commitment to an abundant mindset was a moment-by-moment reminder that I had a choice. I could choose what I'd been choosing for many years, and I knew that outcome. I'd experienced a scarcity mindset, and I knew where it took me. And now I was having this reminder that an abundant mindset was possible, and I had an opportunity to choose it moment by moment if I wanted to open the possibility of something new. Now, I can tell you I didn't do it perfectly, and that wasn't ever my goal. I simply knew I needed a North Star that would remind me in the moments I wanted to live on automatic That the life I longed for would require intention towards abundance. This vision began to transform the small nuances of my inner dialogue with myself one moment at a time. The action steps began to produce powerful results. I showed up with my husband in the different requests, and he agreed to take these action steps with me. He could hear my heart, and he saw that I was committed to taking my responsibility. I wasn't looking to make him bad, broken, or wrong. I wasn't looking to make myself bad, broken, or wrong. I was looking to create the future I longed for, and he longed for the same thing. So as I began to take action step number one, he and I both took this one together, even though I... It wasn't actually a step I asked him to take with me. He started showing up in new ways too. Um, And we wound up finding a house that we moved to, a new house we moved to in December. We actually like this house a lot more than the last one and it happens to be 25% less of our overall housing expense than our last one was. Both of us can see now that houses like this had been available before. The three years we'd been living in the other one that was outside of what our budget could actually afford. But we hadn't seen them because we hadn't really been looking. We'd just been gesturing at looking because sub subconsciously, I can tell you for myself, I actually liked being right about there not being enough. I knew I didn't, I I didn't want to admit that. And it's not easy to admit. But the reality is, as human beings, we like being right about what we've currently decided is true to the point that we actually will completely not see new possibilities if they would make us wrong about what we've decided we're right about. That's a whole nother podcast in itself. But I'm excited to say we brought about that first action step. The second action step of couples coaching began... Blowing both of our minds as we began to see how our conflict around money was actually more about underlying trust issues that we hadn't been willing to deal with up until that point. With the help of our coach, we were able to have conversations we hadn't had before and began growing in trust towards each other and began producing totally new results in how we showed up with each other in our finances. The third action step of meeting with a financial advisor with meeting with different financial advisors brought so much awareness for both of us that we didn't know we didn't know. We gained budgeting tools and the what the information they gave us became so helpful and we could see the bigger picture of where we were headed in our long term future in ways that helped us show up differently moment by moment. And the fourth, the fourth action step of implementing new systems in my business that I had been avoided is completely reinventing how I do business. I'm seeing new financial, financial resource open up that wasn't possible on my old systems that took so much of my manual time and brain power to bring about. With the new additional time that the new systems are creating, I am able to invest in more significant ways into my current clients and create new possibilities for greater financial resource in the future. I literally am stunned and I have zero doubt that none of what is currently our reality would have been possible if I hadn't created this powerful vision. Short-term visioning is literally changing my life and the lives of my clients that I coach through this very same process. So I wonder, as you listen today, what is currently in your life that you do not want? What would you really like to be experiencing? Would you try using these five steps to create a powerful vision and then live into it? If the life you longed for were possible, would you want to know? Please let me know if I can be a resource to you in your journey to living your life to the fullest. If you liked what you heard today, please subscribe and then share this podcast with a friend. For more resource or to contact me, please go to my website, beautifuloutcome.com. I look forward to connecting with you again soon.